Welcome to the Leadership Forum. We call this the Leadership Forum. Where we discuss leaders and followers. It's not a political trick. This episode is a repeat of the live session that happens on Monday's mid-morning show with Omboi Mboro. Every once in a while we have to talk about some uh, issues that affect all of us. Featuring the Bishop of Christ is the Answer Ministries, Bishop David Oginde. There are things that one can be able to do in order for them to be able to gets to where they want to go. The Leadership Forum. Leadership Forum, only on Hope FM. Listen and live. Back to the Leadership Forum. And we are talking about leaders and followers. Today, picking up on transformational leadership in the context of leadership, of management, and and of leaders, I think think because we are not saying versus leaders then i would just say it like that managers and leaders okay managers and leaders all right so leadership by managers and leadership by leaders (laughs) does that sound like what you're saying no no Say it then in Managers your own way. manage, leaders lead. <laughs> the two are not leaders. One is a leader, the, the other is a manager. manager. Yes. Then it's the, managers and, and they are, leaders. It, it's, they are the two sides of the same coin. If you can think of that, this, a coin has two sides. Yes. So one side is manager. Yes. The other side is leader. But the so coin you can't is say I only like this side. Mm. But the coin is a coin. It's money. I was trying to see what uh, if what is what is what is the link between a manager and a leader? Mm. Where do they share? It is that they both offer leadership, but one in managerial and one okay. in. We can put it that way. I have to think of. Just think conceptually, more. but for now, let's accept that your model. <laughs> okay. Yes. Let's go on. Transformational. Transformational leadership. Mm. Um, the reason I, I we are going back to this from from where we have been, and we'll just be very brief on it, All right. is uh, because of that word transform. Because. I think one of the challenges we face as leaders, because it's a leadership forum, one of the challenges we face as leaders is to remain, you have a leadership role or responsibility, but you stay at management, so you remain a manager. So when a person who is supposed to be providing leadership stays as a manager, the organization gets stunted. Mm-hmm. It cannot grow. Because management cannot grow an organization. It is leadership that grows an organization. So if you have a very good management system, at best you will stay where you are. It is leadership that takes the organization to the next level. Not management. Not management. Management brings about efficiency in how things are done. And that is critical. That is important. But it's only leadership that takes the organization to the next level. So sometimes what mistakes we we make is to see a very good manager... 
and promote them into leadership. Mm-hmm. If they don't ah. transition into being a leader, then the organization gets stunted. It will not go far. Because all they can do is to maintain things as they are. When you come to an AGM or an annual report Mm -hmm. or a manager's meeting and you hear words like uh, our results are just the way they were last year or our systems have remained quite constant consistent (laughs) (laughs) quite consistent yes you know you are in trouble really yes I thought consistent is a good word consistent is a good word at a lower level not at a higher level Uh, that is a word for managers not for leaders not for leaders okay because leaders are consistently consistently transforming transforming All right. breaking into new ground getting into new territory doing things charting new waters that is a leader managers are making sure that everything remains consistent because managers maintain standards And that is their responsibility, to make sure that everything is compliant according to standard, according to agreed policies and guidelines. That is the role of a manager within an organization. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A leader is to break those systems and to get into new territories. So that is why that word transform is so important. And that's why also transformation, uh, transformational leadership has become such uh, a, a, a powerful model in the leadership uh, sector. Now, um, many of our leaders, many of our listeners would be aware that transformational leadership has been found to have four dimensions. And, and I'll just go through them quickly because in each of these four dimensions, there's a transformation that is taking place or there's a transformation that is supposed to take place. The first one, they all start with I. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is an idealized influence. Uh, idealized influence is what we would call ordinarily as charisma. This has to do with the leader himself or herself. The leader, the way they conduct themselves, the way they do things, the way uh, they tackle issues, the way they respond to situations is so admirable that it brings a transformative perspective in the followers. Mm. People want to be like the leader. Okay. So that is the transformation that is. When when you look at your leader, uh, how they conduct themselves, how they do things, how they talk, how they handle issues, you wish, you say, I also want to be like him or I want to be like her. So that 
admiration mm. creates a transformation in the followers. Yes. It is it is called that's why it is called influence because there is no direct action that you are taking on the people. You're just being yourself. You're just being yourself. But yourself is so admirable. Yes, yes, yourself is so admirable that something is happening within the people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're feeling like I want to be like that person. You know, I want to be like my leader. They begin to talk like you. They begin yes. to do things like you. Yeah. Because you are so admirable. That is bringing transformation. Wow. In the people. Wow. So that's why it's called an idealized uh, uh, influence because you become like the ideal. Wow. People want to be like you. That is the transformation that takes place at that level in idealized influence. So you'll, you'll find that these people, uh, they, they are people of deep conviction. They take stands on issues. They uh, appeal to followers at an emotional level. You know, like I said, you don't necessarily do anything to your people. It is just being who you are makes people want to be like you. That is a characteristic of a transformational leader. Because there is no way, therefore, you can be in an organization for a period of time mm. and people do not become like you. They will move towards being like you. Mm. Yeah. So that we can... Uh I'm trying to understand all dimensions of this so that at some point we can say you must have sat under so and so the way you do things the way you the, your, the way you reason things you must have sat under I said Bishop Oginde is that so? is that part of it? yes that is part of it Yes, uh, where somebody is looking at you and saying the way you act, you know. In fact, let me give a good example. Mm -hmm. uh, in Antioch. Yes, exactly. In Antioch. Uh -huh. They looked at these believers and they came to the conclusion that these people must be followers of, of Christ. Christ. Yes. Oh. You know, they, they, then they called them Christians. Christians. You know, whether happily or unhappily, <laughs> unhappily but they just <laughs> concluded this must be Christians. Yes, you know they are Christ-like uh, because Christ Himself did things in certain ways, talked in certain ways, conducted Himself in certain ways that was so influential that now when people see it in others, they say you must be a Christian. Yes, that's a good example. Yeah, on the negative. If we put it, mm -hmm. you 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 say you have worked in an organization for a long time, and then you transfer to another organization, and as people look at you and how you do things and say, I thought you said you worked in such and such an organization. Say yes. Yeah. How could you have worked under so and so <laughs> and, not. and still be? <laughs> This disorganized. Yeah, for <laughs> you know? example. Yeah. Uh, because they expect that 
the way we have seen so and so conduct himself and do his things and so on, anybody who has served under them must obviously also be like them. Wow. So that is what they're expecting. So when they see the contrary, they are so disappointed. How could you have served under so and so? How long were you there, by the way? You know, they they get disappointed that you are not like so and so because that influence should have rubbed on on you. Wow. That's a good way of putting it. All right. Yeah. All right. So that is idealized influence. Idealized influence. Which is which is uh charisma. Charisma. The way a leader carries himself. Himself. Or herself. Or herself. All right. It it has a, a passive it's a passive influence. Mm. It's a passive transformation. Okay. But it transformation all the same. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because people begin to now do things the way they do. Okay. The next one is called inspirational motivation. Inspirational motivation is actually now the same thing, but now active. The other one was passive. Just the leader being himself influences people to conduct themselves in certain way. ways. Mm. But now, inspirational motivation is where the leader now goes out of his way to inspire people to act or do things in the way he does or even beyond. So, they articulate ideas in such a way that uh, when people hear, they get inspired. Like, Nehemiah comes to uh, Jerusalem and he tells the people of what uh, the situation they are in and what they need to do. But he puts it in such an inspiring way that immediately people just say, let's rebuild. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no argument. Everybody was in unison. They say, this is doable. Mm. Let's do it. Mm. So that, again, brings a transformation in the lives of people. It brings a change in the way people look at things. So a person who may have been stuck mm. in one mode of doing things sees a new way of doing things. Because of the leader's words. Exactly. Yes. So you, you, you come in and yeah. inspire and challenge people to see things differently. differently. So actively. Actively. This is now actively. Now this is not passive. Are, the first one was a passive influence. Mm -hmm. This one is now an active influence where you, you, you come in and challenge people, inspire people. You, you, you get people to higher standards. Uh, you create an optimism. Mm. Uh, people who are so downtrodden, like David picked these people who are in debt and discouraged and what was the other D, mm. you know, and inspires them into mighty warriors. Yes. The next time you meet them, they're mighty warriors. They're mighty men of David. Yeah. And you read the kinds of things that they were able to do. And you say, this is a transformation mm -hmm. totally transformed you no know, wow that is what 
a transformational leader does. The third one is intellectual stimulation. Intellectual stimulation. I want to see the difference between that and the second one. So It builds on the second one. Mm. Intellectual stimulation is uh, to do with creativity, to do with innovation, to do with looking at things. You remember we said that uh, a leader does not get satisfied with the status quo. Yes. A leader does not settle down to doing things the way you have always done it. Yes. A leader is always thinking of how we can do things in a different way. So when a man... Not just different, better. Better, of course. Different means better here. Okay. Yes. It can't be different, bad. It is different, better. It can be different, different. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So the, the... when a, a transformational leader sits down with one of his followers mm. uh, and they are giving a report or an update of what they are doing and what is happening, the leader is listening at two levels. He's listening to the report that is being given, mm-hmm. but he's also listening to their spirit and their heart thinking of how can we do this better, you know? And then challenging the person to say, is there another way we can do this? Have you thought about this and that and the other? How about if you tried this? And in many cases, you want to get them to something that looks or sounds impossible, sounds difficult but at the same time exciting that's Mm. why it is called stimulation okay yeah because you are you are stirring up within these people to go beyond what they thought they could do you know so that they can jump a higher level Mm. Uh, so that is the intellectual stimulation here you are talking about thoughts and ideas that you're dealing with, uh, the inspiration was more towards the heart. Yes. Yeah. This is towards the mind. This was the mind. Yeah, I hear that. So you you want to stir up people to think Mm -hmm. and think creatively, think innovatively Mm -hmm. so that they can do things at a higher level. That you will not therefore be satisfied yes. with the report you are getting. Yes. You challenge, go and think about it. Uh, and they say, no, we have tried this, you know, this is how it works. No, 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 no. Uh, try, try another one. And, and why is the leader doing this? Is it simply for the sake of... Uh, of getting new ways of getting people to be more creative or is it because of maybe the vision which comes first in the mind of the leader as he's listening to this report are they thinking just about there must be some more creative way about this or are they thinking about if we could do it differently we could get to where we are getting faster the vision is always the leader 
So everything is being done within. So we are not changing for the sake of changing. But we are saying, can we get there faster? It's not just change for the sake of change. No. That, that's, I think that was my question. Yes. Thank you. It is, it is the vision. We have this vision. And vision is usually a very long distant thing. Yes. Is that in the horizon. Yeah. So how can we get there faster, more efficiently, mm-hmm. more effectively? Mm-hmm. That is what you are thinking about. All right. So it is not just change for the sake of change. No. And also, you remember the, the leader, when we talked a little earlier, has also the environment in mind. Yes. You have competitors. We do. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if a leader does not keep his eyes or her eyes open to what is happening in the environment, you may find that you have been left behind. You could actually be have been at the front where your organization was the leader in the market and you could settle down. Yes. And people will come from behind and overtake you. Easy. Easy. Yes. So, because you must also remember this. When we are in a competitive environment, people borrow your ideas if you are the leader. In terms of, if you are the leader in the market as an organization. They don't just borrow. They steal. They steal. Yes, (laughs) Yes, they they steal. steal your ideas. And (laughs) people who steal your ideas... In most cases, they try to improve on them. Yes. The wise stealers. Mm. Yeah. The wise stealers, they don't just steal. <laughs> they, imp- they also improve. improve on them. Ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. I know. But hey. that so slightly will overtake you. I know. Mm. So if you are the leader, for you to be at, to keep and remain ahead, you cannot relax. So you must therefore be thinking of new ways so that by the time these people come to where you are, you have moved ahead. Yes. So the leader must be aware of the environment. You may have been the leader, but some other organization have had a breakthrough idea because Mm. they have been thinking. Yes. And they just launched that breakthrough idea and you're out of business. Yeah. Yeah. So for you to be uh, remain in business, you must be Constantly thinking. There's something we call learning organization. Mm-hmm. That uh, you have to be a learning organization. So you learn what is happening in the environment, but you also create new ideas so that you lead others follow. Uh-huh. Yes. Otherwise, you will be overtaken within no time. What happens? Um how do I ask this question? Suppose, yes, I, I think I get a good way of asking. Mm. Supposing you, 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 you as the leader, you can see all that. You can see your environment. You can see people uh, seem to be having new ideas. You seem to be losing the cutting edge, really. Mm-hmm. But for all your thinking, you cannot think of something new. Uh, I think what it's time is the to issue? Leave. <laughs> it is time to leave. Um, that is putting in a crude way. But <laughs> no. Some, if a leader has reached what we call ETC, ETC, end of thinking capacity. Okay, it is the ETC then. <laughs> they can't see it. If you, if a leader has reached that place, if that 
if it is true that they have actually reached that place mm. the thing is to change leadership all right they will have to be very honest though honest leaders will say i think my time has come to an end and bring in a new person because if they stay longer and we see this especially in africa it is very unfortunate mm. in africa we see it where leaders overstay uh-huh. and then they begin to destroy that which they have been building okay so so you find that an organization that was doing very well is now going downwards you find that a nation that was doing very well is now going downwards it happens at every level because a leader has reached the end of their thinking capacity so they cannot transform now they cannot transform the organization or or maybe then the transformation would have to take the shape of a transition of leadership yes you okay. have to transit and bring in a new leader and that's still transformation it is still transform it actually it is in fact it is number 4 Really? Yes. We were on number 3. Yes. Okay, let's go to number 4. <laughs> It is number 4. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, but but uh, just just finalizing okay. on on what we are talking about there. On intellectual stimulation? Um having said that, mm. is it actually possible to reach ETC? You reach ETC by choice. Mm. A leader reaches ETC by choice. Why do you say that? I say that because the Bible says mm. that God created us in his image. Yes. Part of the image of God in us is creativity. The power to create new ideas, mm. to come up with new ideas and innovations. So the the well of creativity and innovation is in God. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. And it never runs dry. Yes. So God then says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. Let him ask. That's why I say you end it you reach at ETC by choice. You're not asking. Not because you actually have exhausted the reservoir because the reservoir the aquifer is deep is in God. So when a person is in God, they are praying, they are trusting God, they are reading, they are exploring because all these things are part of understanding. And so if if you get to, what makes a person get to the ETC level is where they think they have arrived. You know? Mm-hmm. Where you are so far ahead of other people that you settle you know i know so you settle down and now you get to maintenance mode you become a manager <laughs> and when you become a manager be sure that you are going to be overtaken <laughs> be sure you're going to be overtaken that happened in um, in a race i don't know does it really fit But as you said about when you're far ahead I remember actually it's one of our own and he was quite far ahead of the others and then he decided to take some time and dance <laughs> <laughs> Yeah yeah 
that happens while you are dancing <laughs> others oh, will come yeah. and they pass you and by the way there are many of us who dance that's a good illustration so now you are into partying and you are into you know all manner of entertainment things people will come and overtake you oh my God. they will come and overtake you actually if i remember right what happened is that in the dance <laughs> in the dance he was doing he seemed to have crossed over to to the next lane someone mm. else's lane and so he was disqualified I don't remember that story but it is tragic. It was tragic. I feel like crying. That is a good illustration. Good illustration. Because that is what we are talking about because if you get to that place where you settle down, you think you are so ahead. Mm. And I can tell you that is at individual level just like you have given mm-hmm. uh of the person who is running. But it is also at organizational level where you have you are so far ahead of others you think now let's dance wow and you dance into enemy's territory oh dear <laughs> <laughs> you are disqualified oh dear and i can give you examples even in churches yeah. where that has happened of a dance that went so wrong went all so wrong oh, oh. and great great leaders great great ministries just came tumbling down because they got to that place where they think we have arrived we are the pace setters wow you are ready to die so that's uh, uh, again going back to our discussion you reach etc by choice okay okay yeah there are leaders who have led for years and they still have this freshness you talk to them and they still come up with these fresh ideas mm Uh, in in our prayer breakfast in uh, in in Addis mm. uh the patron for for that uh, gathering is uh Obasanjo president mm. the former president of Nigeria. of Nigeria he's now in his 80s uh, mid 80s mm-hmm. still going strong after he finished talking <laughs> he comes up to wrap up yeah and uh kind of speaks into what he had spoken and bring such freshness wow. into what as well I'm like <laughs> this old man has wow. something wow. you know so when i was talking to someone i say this obasanjo man he he is always fresh he so you talk to him and he has <laughs> new ideas and so on and somebody told me he was been to his office mm. he says you go to a uh, president obasanjo's office yeah. and all around him is surrounded by books. Wow. All the four walls wow. are books. And he is reading. He's and not he just re- keeping he them. He reads them. He reads them. Amazing. Amazing. You cannot be doing that and reach ETC. All right. <laughs> no. All right. But if you have settled down, you no longer read, you no longer read your Bible, you no longer read books and magazines and keep up with uh, what is going on around you, you will soon run out of ideas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So people come to you and they can't glean any new thing. You know, your followers come uh and they're coming to you and to to get an idea of what do we do next? And you you are at sea. You would have no idea either. You say, sure, actually even me I can't think of anything. Wow. It's a terrible thing for a leader to say that. 
because mm. you should be on the cutting edge. You should be um, constantly drawing from the reservoir of God. Okay. Yes. Amazing. The last one is what you are asking. Number four. Number four. Mm-hmm. Individualized consideration. Explain it. Individualized consideration is the appreciation a leader has that every member of his or her team is an individual. So whereas he stimulates and challenges the group mm. and the team, he also must come down to the individual and appreciate who they are and what they are good at and how to address their individual needs. Not just at a group level. So the leader therefore acts as a mentor and a coach to these various individuals, listening to their needs, listening to their concerns, listening to where they are at and are able to help them uh, to be transformed into greater leaders. And we see this in Jesus, um, where he's able to, when he talks to Peter, he talks to Peter as an individual who he knows, you are the rock. You know? When he talks to John, when he talks to the sons of thunder, mm. you know, he, he knows each his people. He does. He does. And so he, he addresses them as individuals. And that's how God deals with us also. God deals with us as individuals. He knows the count of the hair on our heads. He does not look at us as a big mass of people. Mm. Mm. And so he, he deals with us at that individual level. So a leader also needs to deal with the transformation of the individual, of that one person, mm-hmm. hearing them, listening to them, understanding them, appreciating them, challenging them, so that transformation is also taking place at that personal individual level. All right. So it is called individualized consideration. consideration. So I make a due consideration for each person as an independent uh, individual. Mm. So that is what then you put all that together is called transformational leadership. Leadership. Because it brings this transformation. So if you compare that with now the manager, the manager is a maintainer, is making sure that Things work in order. Amen. Amen. Join us next week, same time, for another episode of the The Leadership Leadership Forum. Forum.